Hello. If you're listening to me, then you have downloaded one of the archival episodes of Pod on Pod. This is a show that doesn't really exist anymore. I am Joel Sharpton. I'm one of the hosts. Josh Shirley is my co-host. And for a couple of years, we reviewed podcasts under the title of Pod on Pod. We have since moved. And you can now find all of our reviews, subscribe to us, and get the latest stuff at alwayslisteningpod.com. Or follow us on Twitter, on Facebook, at alwayspod. Or join our Facebook group, facebook.com slash groups slash alwayslisteningpod. Now. Enjoy the review. There's only 24 hours in a day. I got a pair of earbuds and I wish there was a way that I could know just what I want to listen to. There's 150,000 shows that I'm not sitting through. When the world is dark and boring, let us do your exploring. Welcome to Pod on Pod, a guide to the world of podcasting, because it's not your daddy's radio. And we're your hosts, Joel and Josh. What we do every week is bring you a different podcast, and uh, we'll talk about a couple of the episodes. We'll break it down uh, based on uh, different criteria. We're going to get to those in just a minute. And then at the end, we're going to sum it all up for you with a vote out of a two possible earbuds. Make sense? Crystal clear. There you go. All right. This week's show, Doug Loves Movies. Hosted by Doug Benson, started in 2006. You can't get the earliest episodes for free anymore. you you got to buy them like as a season. Uh, he does have it very reasonably, though, and if you fall in love with the show, you can go back and check out the uh, older archives. I love getting into a show that's been around a long time because if you fall in love with the show, you got a ton of free stuff waiting on you uh, to, to go back and, and catch up on. You and I differ on this. You tend to go back and binge on uh, on backlogs. I rarely go back and listen to previous episodes from wherever my jump off point is. You're a man that never looks back. I just don't have the time. I will. It's not about to me. It's not about time. If I find like really quality content, a lot of times I want to know. One of the great things that, about podcasting is that the the running gag can be taken to its illogical extreme. I mean, you can have, you got podcasts that have been around for four and 500 episodes mm-hmm. and there's a, there's a gag that has literally built on itself from the very first ones sometimes. Now the downside of that is like, if you're a nerd, like, you know, comic books of, of old, they got this long continuity that sometimes is too thick to break through. The upside of it is uh, you can really get, a long-term relationship with the hosts and the show itself. And and I love that about And you can uh, become part show. of the show. On most of these podcasts, you can literally become part of the show. Yeah, 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 yeah. It is, an, it is a really intimate relationship. And that's one of the things that makes us passionate about it. It's one of the things that made us want to start this show. So let's get to it. Here's the way that we break down uh, every podcast as we come to them uh, week to week. We're going to talk to you about audio quality. We're going to talk to you about host-like ability, and I know that's a little bit subjective, but guess what? We're your subjects. We're going to talk to you about production values, and then we're going to talk to you about the content itself. And then again, we're going to wrap everything up with our final decision out of a two possible earbuds. Uh, one, two, maybe we give it zero, maybe we get half earbuds, who knows? Uh, that's the way that we're going to tell you whether or not it's a subscribe or not. It would have been very unfair for us to listen to one episode of Doug Loves Movies and review it. That's a very good point. So what we chose to do was to listen to three episodes and we didn't tell each other 
which episodes we're listening to. So I'm sure the three episodes that you listened to were different than the three episodes I listened to. Oh, I'm certain, yeah. I listened to the March 5th, the January 15th, and the December 24th episodes. Because they're not numbered, right? Uh, no, they're not. They, you just give the like the name of the host and the dates. I listened to December 24th, January 8th, and January 15th. So we listened to December 24th. We both listened to December 24th. Uh, yes. I guess we both like those. We, I, I knew Nick Kroll and, and Sarah Silver, Silverman. Silverman. Yeah. 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 And I also, I knew it was a... It was a different location, so I thought that was an interesting. I thought that would be an interesting one to listen to. I also listened to a little bit of the new one, which is Rory Scovell, uh, Jeff Tate, and uh, Kamal. Uh, Kamal non- and Johnny. Yes, that name. That name that I can't say. That's the March twelfth episode. You're getting actually on this episode. You're getting a uh, a sample size of five because we only listened to the same one once. Yes. So just like that show, don't judge this show off of one episode. Most podcasts take two or three episodes to get into. So let's get straight to it. Doug loves movies. Uh, Doug Benson, of course, uh, came uh, famous on uh, America's Next Top Comic, right? He was, yes. he was on the, the reality show. Uh, he's a funny guy. He's known as the stoner comic. Yeah, he's – anything I've ever seen him on, there's been comments toward that. Yeah, well, I mean, and it's not like he's the only one. There's a whole subgenre of of comedy, I think, that uh, of the alternative comedy scene that that lives on that. Uh, so the first thing that you ought to know about this podcast is it is explicit. However, I'll say this: of the the explicit comedy shows that I listen to on a regular basis, it's or one have of the listened to, ones. yeah, it, yeah, they really use the. First of all, they all seem to conduct themselves as if. This is the kind of thing that they expected to be on TV somewhere. It very easily could be transferred, I think, to Comedy Central, for instance. I think I think that's because it's uh, one of the podcasts that is performed in front of a live audience. Yeah, absolutely. And that's the other thing you should know. It is done in front of a live audience. Because of that, the audio quality is not going to be so great. We'll get to that in just a second. But the general format of this is a game show. And if you're into quiz shows, if you love movies, if you like, you know, silly uh, humor and and you don't mind the occasional uh, F word, it's not probably going to be a a bad show for you. Um, Let's get right to the first category with audio quality. What did you think, man? Um, I listened to three shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, two of the shows, no issue with the audio quality. One show was at a different location. I want to say generally they record at uh, UCB, right? The yes, theater UCB, UCB theater, right. which is uh, the Cal Berkeley. Right. So I didn't have any problems with two of them. One of them done away. It was a little echoey. And then with this format, it can just get muddled with people talking over each other or loud audience members, and sometimes that's an issue. Yeah, absolutely. I, you know, a lot of times when you're listening to podcasts, and if, if you've listened to very many, um, you may think most of the time when you're worried about audio quality, you're worried about you know Skype calls. But the fact of the matter is for uh, podcasts that are done by professionals, what you're really worried about is they'll put too many people on the dais or too many people with microphones, and, and you got two guys crowded around one. They all try to one. talk over each other. Yeah, exactly. And so you can't, you can't make out the conversation. You lose bits. You lose funny. And there's, there's, there's jokes in there. There's punchlines that are just lost. The other thing that I don't like about this, and this podcast in particular, my issue with the audio quality was I don't think their mix is that well done. I've, I listen to several different live shows, live podcasts, or podcasts that go live occasionally, and generally, the crowd is very, very subdued. You want the flavor. You want to hear the laughter. You want to hear the the reaction of the crowd because that is part of the show. But 
you want to make sure that it's not equal to or overriding ever your hosts. And I feel like especially in – and I think you and I both listened to the same show that was away – um, from the regular, 24th. yeah, the December 24th episode, uh, which was a good episode generally, I thought, but the sound quality suffered because the mix was so bad. So that's, that's my big issue there. I'm, the audio quality was, I would say, middle of the road for live podcasts. I'll agree. The next issue that we're going to talk about is host likability. You really only can talk about Doug here. Of course, he's got a cast of characters that I'm he brings. I'm talking about all of You're them. You're going to talk about all of them. All right. He does have a rotating cast of characters, almost all uh, professional comics, some that you may have heard of, some that you haven't. Some um, TV stars show up. Yeah, occasionally he gets uh, buddies from the you know the acting industry that aren't necessarily known as comedians, but do his show for one reason or another. I like Doug. I like Doug just fine. I don't think he works very well as the... Uh, you know, the showrunner for a uh, cast of characters like this. I agree. I love Doug Benson. Anytime I get to see him on anything, I'll tune in. He is too high, man, to <laughs> – he is. It's, it's just fact. He is. He is too high to moderate a group of people. He can't, he can't control them. I think that's mostly true. And in most of the conversations, I think the average listener would agree with us. The, the conversations always get out of order. Now, some people, I know some listeners are going to tell us, they're, they're going to be writing in and they're going to be angry. They're going to say, guys, the out of order is exactly what you're listening for. And if you like that kind of thing, if you like the free wheeling nature out of it, if you like to hear these comics off the cuff and unreserved and, and enjoying themselves and having a good time, I think that's definitely on display here. But for me... I think occasionally the likability gets in the way almost because he's supposed to be the center of the thing. He, the center cannot hold. Yeah, and really if you, get, if you have one bad guest, it can ruin it. It can ruin the whole episode like the March uh, – I want to say the March 5th episode with T.J. Miller. Holy was that cat I, – I like T.J. Miller. I like him just fine. I love his stand-up. I think he's hilarious. On that show, he just takes – over and is it sometimes it feels like he's working he's working on his own bits and isn't part of the group they even call him out on it halfway through the show but by then i the tangent has exactly. has lost your interest yeah i if i if i find myself like picking up my smartphone and and reading my news feeds or flipping through facebook while i'm listening to a podcast generally i feel like it's lost me. For whatever reason, this conversation isn't holding my interest anymore. Because it's, it's hard to read an article or something while you're also following a conversation going on in a podcast. I think that's a good indicator uh, that, that things have gone off the rails. Let's talk a little bit about the production values. There's not a ton here. There, there aren't a lot of sounders or sound none. effects or anything like yeah. that. Really none that I could notice ex- other than the theme song, the intro and the outro song. Now, my biggest problem here, and almost all the live shows that I know of do this, because they play the theme song live there on the scene, that's what you hear in the show itself. In the audio recording that you're getting, the file that you're getting, you don't get the theme song as an MP3 laid into the mix or something. You get it live right there in the room. I hate that. How much trouble would it be for a produ- especially in a case where you got professional comedians, you got a producer, I know you got a crew, you got interns or something there doing the show. How hard would it be to just take your intro and your outro music and lay it on top of the live audio file of you in the room? This is an issue that does not bother me at all. And I think this is where we're going to contrast here is you're going to be much more involved when it comes to 
how it's edited, how it's produced and things like that. I'm coming from it as the average Joe sitting on the couch eating some potato chips or listening while I'm driving or mowing my yard. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. So, and meanwhile, I'm coming from an audio professional background. I mean, that's this is what I do every day. Yeah, so that didn't that doesn't bother me in the least. Well, it, it 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 irked me, but this is not the only show that does it. So again, if you listen to live podcasts, I don't think this is going to be a deal breaker for you. So overall, the production values are uh, are okay. The mix was an issue, but again, that really is more about audio quality, and I think it might be just a miking issue. If you got this many people miked on stage, sometimes it's going to get away from you. Let's get to the content itself. So the game, the way that they play the game, and we haven't actually set up this structure. I'll tell the I'll tell you this, if you just jump into the podcast midstream, you're lost. Yeah, because they don't ever explain the rules of the game, the way the game is structured, the they reference it by underst- name. The comedians don't even under- the, the guests don't even understand the game. Unless they're regulars, you're right. So what they do, the main part of the game is called the Leonard Malton game. And what they do is they use the reviews of Leonard Malton. This is what I'm su- I'm surmising by the way from the three episodes <laughs> yeah. that we listened to. I think you're right. So what they do is they use Leonard Malton's reviews. I'm assuming this is a book or a website somewhere that you can access. They use Leonard Malton reviews. He has uh, – Doug uh, Benson has categories uh, set up with cute names, i.e. you used a great one earlier. Forest Chump. Forest Chump. And that category would be this movie or these movies are going to contain uh, someone getting killed in the woods. Yes. Okay. So and then he'll give you years. Hey, I've got a movie from 83 and a movie from 2008 – and here's one from 2012. And you say, all right, I'll take the 2008 movie. Excellent. And he'll read you a few blurbs from that Leonard Malton review. He'll give you how many stars it got. And then he'll tell you how many names Leonard Malton mentions. And those names are actors featured in the film. And you, as the contestant who, who is, is uh, you know, up, you have to say, Okay, I can name that. Let's say there were 10 names mentioned in the entry. You can say I can name that movie in six names. And the other contestants get the option at this point to say either name it and you have six to do it or they can undercut you and say I can name it in four. It, it's an amalgamation of uh, like Jeopardy with the, with the naming uh, of the categories. Think name that tune. Yeah, it's Jeopardy and name that tune except conceived of by stoners. That's so- so just the idea of it, I love. Yeah, it's a fun game. Yes. And if it was played straight, again, as, as I said, if this was mounted as a Comedy Central show, I think it could be very, very successful. I think it could be, if it is mounted as a game show, I think it could be very successful. But what happens is before you even get to the game portion, there's a chat portion, which is where I get lost most of the time. You know, it's kind of funny. I, if this was a show that I listen to every week, I think what would end up happening is I would perhaps skip past the chat show. And I hate to ever suggest that to a listener, but there's a few shows that I do that to. Well, because the chat show is basically the guests being able to to promo whatever they have coming up and take digs at each other. Because all these guys are friends. They all know each yes. other. But it, but it, it, a lot of it is in-jokes or exactly. references to older shows or whatever they're doing in their live show. And as I'm living on the other side of the country, I'm never going to see a lot of these people uh, in person or not very often anyway. So, yeah, you're right. A lot of that is not very worthwhile to me. So this would be, I think, I'd skip past that. The game show itself, I'm very excited about. So the content of the, of the show, I really, really like. I agree. Now, I have a question for you. All right. What do you think the deal is with the name tags? Uh, oh, okay. So at the beginning of the – I was like, what are you talking about the name tags? At the beginning of the show, when they're getting ready to play the game, 
uh, each one of the comedians has to pick a person from the audience who is wearing a name tag. They're all wearing. Everyone wears name tags. So it's so it's kind of like it's kind of like let's make a deal, but without costumes. It's crazy name tags. Well, I was thinking at midnight, the the current late night game show on uh, Comedy Central. Yes, they yeah, yeah. they they, they all of the comedians they play for uh, someone on Twitter. Tag Team Thursday. Oh, that's only one day a week? Only on Thursdays, yeah. I feel like I've only seen episodes where they do that. (laughs) That's strange. Okay, so they pick a person from the audience, they take their name tag, and they play in honor of that person. The idea is that the prizes that are available at the end of the show will go to someone in the audience, not the comedians on stage. And every comedian brings something to contribute to the prize bag. And they're kind of... Mostly, I some, mean, it's not. Some of them are funny. Some of them aren't. <laughs> yeah, some. Of, I mean, sometimes it's like a candy bar. Doug often goes. Uh, for instance, several of the episodes I heard, he had recently been a member of uh, the panel on At Midnight, for instance, and they give him as uh, a thank you a box of cookies or something, and so he gives the box of cookies as part of the prize package. Right. You know, there's some swag from your last movie you did or the show that you're on or whatever. All that stuff goes in the prize package, and the and the uh, the folks walk away with it uh, from the home audience. So that part of it is fun. And again, it all goes back to this show is really built around the audience that's there, not the audience on the podcast. Exactly, yes. And what really grinds my gears is that it seems like no one cares about the game. I I, I get it. (laughs) I understand that no one cares about the game. I'm a competitive person, and the, the, the competitor in me just goes bananas <laughs> just that, like, that people aren't trying to win or not that they're not trying to get that they don't care point of order sir point of order before we get to our final decision because we have gone through our four uh, qualities there audio quality host likability production values and the content we're going to rate it out of a uh, two possible earbuds but first Something that you and I like to do, Josh, we like to rename uh, shows for the host. We Not just rename it, because anybody can come up with a catchy title. Everybody's trying to get noticed in iTunes. But what's really important is that the title is descriptive for the audience. We need something that's a really accurate identifier of the show. For instance, this title is Doug Loves Movies, but perhaps a more accurate title might be... Doug Hates Focus. <laughs> Doug Does Hate Focus. I would say... Doug likes rambling comics. I would say Doug loves to placate his friends, even though the game doesn't matter. (laughs) Doug loves the studio audience more than the podcast audience. (laughs) That's a good one. (laughs) All right. uh, So every week we're going to not only break down the show for you and give you an idea of what that show can be, which, by the way, you can find more from this week's show at DougLovesMovies.com. Lots of info there. Uh, if you're in the uh, California area or on the West Coast, uh, you can find live dates for the show itself, and you can go and be part of the studio audience. You can subscribe to the show on all your favorite podcast apps, uh, and uh, you can listen to the actual episodes that we've discussed on the show today. That's all at DougLovesMovies.com, and we'll have links for you, of course, on our website, podonpod.com. Right now, it's time to rate the show out of a two possible earbuds. What are you going to give it, Josh? So I, I think the show has more ADD than a silver learning commercial. And like hockey, I'm sure it's much better to watch live. And for that reason, I'm giving it no earbuds. <laughs> no earbuds? That's cold, sir. 
I'm not even going to listen. I'm not. I'll, I will never listen to another episode. All right. Well, I guess if you're not going to listen to an episode, then zero earbuds is fair game. I, here's what I'm going to do. I don't think I'm likely to subscribe, so I'm. I can't rate it very highly. I'm going to give it a half earbud because there is the nugget of a wonderful show here. There really is, and I owe this show something because it led me to a better show. Doug loves movies is not a great podcast. But Doug, Doug Benson mentioned several times his other show, which you can find on YouTube. I haven't truthfully looked to see whether you can subscribe to an audio-only version of it. But it is a YouTube show. You can watch the video stream. You can watch it live, and you can catch old episodes as well. It's called Getting Doug with High. And let me tell you something. Which, let me tell you, that title, the way that that's titled, sums up his podcast, Doug Loves Movies. It it's really does. all out of order. Uh, getting getting dug with high. That's no. If you know that that's his other show, it tells you a lot about this show. That's a very good point. That's a very good point. Here's the deal. If you like a little stoner humor, if if you ever have liked Doug Benson, I would suggest you check out that show. And we're probably going to review it when we get around to to doing some video podcasts. That'll be way down the line, though. You do you um, do any video podcasts? I do not watch any uh, video podcasts, but I do like that uh, this is the first episode of Pod on Pod. And we're actually, in case you haven't noticed, we're recording in black and white. So next week, check back and we'll be recording in color. Oh, yeah, totally. We're going to turn up the uh, the V control. <laughs> <laughs> Out of a possible four earbuds this week, Doug Loves Movies gets a half an earbud. Uh, from Pod on Pod. Any final thoughts, sir? Do you got anything else to say? That's the show. <laughs> that is the show. Check out our website, podonpod.com, to find all our reviews there, find links to all of the shows. And if you've got a podcast that you'd like us uh, to check out, send it to podonpod at icloud.com. Uh, so that's the show. Until next week, I'm Joel, and I love podcasts. I'm Josh, and I love Pod on Pod. Pod on Pod is a proud member of the Procast Network, a Procreate production. Procreate is a community of artists in film, music, the digital arts, and fine arts that helps connect and collaborate on projects. You can find out more at www.teamprocreate.com. Also, be sure to check out the non-content podcast if you're a fan of gaming and or anime. The Pod on Pod theme song is written and performed by Adam Dale. Find his music in iTunes and more information about him on our website. Two guys and a rogue. I'm one guy. I'm the other. And this is The Network.